0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. We are joined today by someone you all probably know. Um, She's all over freaking Instagram. She's all over Facebook. She's all over video. Um, And she's been on the show before, so we had to have an encore. And uh, it's been a while since we had her, so we want to see what's changed from last time. Um, But we sort of wanted to go, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? We're just going to talk about content creation. We're going to hit this off the off the whim because most people don't know what to create and it's really not that hard. We overthink that part of it. We should really just create the stuff we're already doing on the weekends. And if you have to think twice about what you create, you either need to A, call me or B, call her because one of us will be able to help you with your video marketing plan, right? Is that fair enough to say, Mrs. Krista Meshore? How do I say? mashore mashore
1: Make sure, make sure, make
0: sure. All right. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our, our guest, Krista. Why don't you say hello to everyone? Tell them whom you are and let's roll.
1: Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. So when, when Mike said, let's talk about content, I was like, this is perfect. And I wanted to start off by saying there's a book, right? It's called Um Sway. And it talks about um the the preframe. And what that means is, is like what you what you talk about or put in front of somebody. Before you move them to the next level of your selling cycle, right, from a cold lead to a warm lead to a hot lead, makes a huge difference as to whether or not they're going to convert. So they, there was a study at MIT, and they basically, what they did was they gave, there was, a, there was a college professor who was absent, so they gave these students a biography about the new professor. Each student got the exact same biography, that talked about his accolades, you know, why he was so special, the college, he, is, he, had, college he, had, he had gone to, and why he was the most amazing professor in the world. There was only two words that were different, right? One group of students got he was rather warm. The other group of students got he was rather cold. Everything else was the same. They both saw the exact same um, presentation. And at the end, they did a survey and they asked the students like, what'd you like about the professor? So the ones that got he was rather cold said that he was pompous and rude and arrogant and a crappy teacher. And the ones that got the biography that said he was rather warm said that he was you know, kind and such a good teacher and he was warm and loving and friendly and they just loved his teaching style. Now, mind you, they both saw the exact same presentation. Nothing was different except the biography at the beginning, rather warm, rather cold. So what does that tell us, Mike?
0: Tells us how you communicate is very important.
1: And it tells us that what you do from taking a lead that doesn't know you or someone that's from a cold lead to a warm lead. I, I call them people, right? To a hot person.
0: You mean they're not, they're not commissioned. You don't have commission breath.
1: I know. I always say every lead is a good lead, right? It's just like, there's no leads. They're people because they'll buy or sell or refer.
0: So the only difference was the people that knew him versus not.
1: No, you're not listening. Walk not me students. walk me through
0: that again. So, what did I miss?
1: Okay, so they 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 were it was it was like an experiment, okay. Mm-hmm. And so they had these students. They watched a the professor. They all saw the exact same same professor teach. At the end, they said rate the professor. Half the students got a biography prior to watching the stu- the professor that got said it. he was yep. rather warm. The other one got one that said he was a rather cold person. Got the it. The ones that that got the the biography before they saw him speak that said rather cold, said he was arrogant and pompous and a horrible teacher. The students that got the biography that said he was rather warm, they said he was loving and a great teacher and amazing. So what that means is, is that the pre-frame, what people get prior to you moving them in one direction or another, or getting them to take action or not, makes a huge difference. Their decisions Mm -hmm. change based upon what content or information they get prior to being exposed to something.
0: Got it. So, what we're talking about is marketing versus advertising. Yeah. And there's a major difference between the two. Everyone tries, this, oh, marketing. Most real estate agents assume all marketing has to deal with lead generation and squeezing someone's email address, phone number, or some kind of other personal information out of somebody. When a lot of times that's not marketing, that's advertising. You're looking for a direct response from a direct action. Marketing's more of like, don't forget, I fucking exist. Here I am. There I am. Or what's on your website. It's the feeling you give off. It's the image you create. It's the brand people interpret. And it's the feeling they get feel when they walk away from you.
1: It's attraction. Marketing is attraction. When you correct. market, it, you attract. Advertising is pick me, I'm the best.
0: Yep. Makes that, sense.
1: That's a huge difference, right? So we want to attract people. And if you're not, if your messaging isn't correct, I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? Every agent does what I call blanket advertising. <laughs> let's just call it like marketing. Blanket, they, they say the same thing to everyone at the same time. Yep. So let's just say, I'm a veteran and I don't, I can't, I don't think I could buy a house because I don't have the best credit and I don't have a lot of money in the bank, but I'm a veteran. And I've got a kick butt job. So if I say it's a great time to buy a house, interest rates are super low. That veteran is tuning me out because he doesn't think he has the ability to buy. He doesn't know he has the ability. But if I say, are you a veteran and you don't have a lot of money in the bank and your credit's not so awesome, but you actually are a veteran and you've got a great job. Do you know that you can possibly buy a house and now is an amazing time to buy because interest rates are low and your mortgage payment's probably going to be less than what you're paying in rent and you're going to have a tax deduction. Now- yeah,
0: all the elements of a sales script right there. I like it.
1: But my point is, is that he is only listening because the pre-frame. Yep. If I just said- it's an hour's a great time to buy. He's not listening. He only is listening because I spoke directly to him. And now I've actually solved a problem that he didn't even knew existed, right?
0: 100%. Um, you have to, you're, you're selling, you're creating content with solutions versus services. Like that's the difference. Right, Everyone wants to say, I sell house. And right now you guys are all selling the same shit. There's nothing that differentiates you from anybody. But I know it's something that's really interesting that differentiates a a company like knock.com that is helping people buy and sell and do trade-in offers right? That's interesting. That's different. They're speaking to a direct audience. And if you look at any of the iBuyer uh, communication that you guys see online right now, they're all speaking directly to a problem. That's why they exist. You're not a real estate salesperson. You're a house problem solver. Quit fucking selling shit and start solving problems and watch what the fuck happens. Fair? In
1: order to be considered a solution, you have to be solving a problem. Yes. So what do you do? In order to be considered the solution that someone needs, you have to identify the problem. So this is your content. What problems exist right now in the market? Right now, there's limited inventory. So what are most agents doing? They're like, oh, they're creating content about, you know, remove your contingencies, give a higher deposit, give a rent back. No, 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 we don't want buyers. We want sellers. So let's speak to a seller's problem. Are you a seller and you're thinking about selling, but you're afraid that you're going to be homeless because of limited inventory? Well, guess what? We've got solutions for you. Go after the problem that you might not be thinking is even existing existing, right? Like everyone's trying to figure out, oh, solutions for buyers. You know, we don't want buyers. We want sellers because I want to attract more buyers and I want to be able to make my job easier. So finding the solution that the seller needs and addressing that pain point, the problem is what we need to be doing.
0: And focusing a lot of, and then I see a lot of your uh, content on IG. Are you always uh, um, speaking towards real estate? Are you ever creating more um, community content? Like, and what do you, are you doing a middle mixture of both?
1: So both. So like, um, like for example, yesterday this weekend, I did a video on a tip on how to drink a gallon of water a day. And I was like, hey, I'm on a health kick right now. And so I'm drinking a gallon of water a day. And here's what I do in the morning before I ever leave my room. I do one of these. I drink another one of these at the gym. And that's a half a gallon. Now I know I'm only two more down. and It's all already 6.30 a.m. Right. And so I just talked about that. Uh, I do like accountability things. And then I'll do real estate stuff. Like, for example, I'll do Buying tips, selling tips, low inventory. How to meet that that need? All of so. them
0: are smart decisions. So your your brand, and your theme overall is like, make, don't make a mistake. Essentially, I'm super.
1: Right? Po- I'm positive. I'm very positive in my message. Yeah, like, you know that's me? good. Like, I
0: mean that because a lot of people get stuck with what to what to create. Some people like talking about real estate, and that's awesome. You pull it off well because you're excited and passionate about it. But ninety percent of the population isn't.
1: Um, well, like, I I, I disagree about, about that. Estate. People love real estate, but the thing is, is that. You have to do a multitude, right? So I create content on like the best restaurants in town, interview, like what, what's the best dog park, where to go for happy hour. You know, we, we just did one on the best tacos in town. Yeah. Um, we create funny content, We everything. We just do cooking, I'll cook and like show what I'm cooking and give the ingredients to that. People love the cooking videos. Um, and sometimes I just like talk about, you know, something that happened in my day that was either good or bad. Um, or if I'm excited about something or not excited, you know, it's everything.
0: But you're just consistent. Here's another question everyone always asks, especially if we're gonna do videos. How many how many videos do I need to do a month?
1: So I personally think the magic number is no less than eight. So I say two videos a week. I like two, my I like three, one real estate video, one hack tip or trick, right, and then one niche video. So that might be like a community video would be that's considered real estate, right? And then I'm going to do a niche video if I've got a niche. And then I'm going to do something like a hack, a tip, a trick. Um, I'm going to be a reporter of something that happened, not real estate related, or maybe, you know, depending, but I'm more so just trying to develop a relationship with my community. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's like hard for most people because we're afraid of what we're going to look like, what they're going to think, or what what if we make a mistake, or what if we say the wrong thing? I said the wrong thing about 10 times in here. Um, And it doesn't (laughs) really matter, you know? Right. What happens is, is that you start to, you're really, your, your community starts to develop a relationship with you and they feel like they know you. Uh, one of my students, actually, she showed up to a listing appointment. And they had a big bag of goldfish. Cause she's always talking about how she's the goldfish girl. Like how many yeah. goldfish do I eat today? Right. And so they had a thing of goldfish for her. That's, that's attraction-based yeah. marketing.
0: That's power. That's great.
1: That's very powerful.
0: But so take that, uh, your student there, and how she's just consistent. I mean, people will do super. business because of they like you personally, not like how many houses you sold, guys.
1: She's super. She's super personable. She's been doing it for about two years now, maybe two and a half, and she's like has opened her own brokerage. She's gone from doing like an average of twenty five homes a year to doing you know seventy five. She has buyers agents now. She's creating. It's like it's insane. Uh, and it's all and people are calling her like she is attracting marketing is attraction marketing is attraction most people are chasing when you create content on a consistent basis and you are relatable and you are enthusiastic right I didn't say out I didn't say outgoing I didn't say extroverted when you're enthusiastic it 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 draws people in right when you're enthusiastic and you allow people to get to know you it, it all becomes easy
0: yeah, hundred percent. It's attention-based, you guys. It's not, this isn't rocket science. This is farming with content, like farming uh, a neighborhood of direct mail works. Like imagine you start doing that to your social channels with content. It's the same fucking thing. The principles are identical and you're, it's a popularity contest. So the more people that know you in a personable way, the more opportunities you're going to have. I mean, this is not, there's nothing ninja about this other than actually just going out and doing it. I mean, at the end of the day, how many of these are like your just lives versus uh edited produced style content
1: all both i just i don't really care so like i my market updates i do live i'm sorry uh, i do edited but then sometimes i'll do one live like like last month i did it one edited and then i went live and just regurgitated the information right Mm -hmm. um people like research shows that unpolished video actually overperforms Over polished content, you know, overdone content. But when I'm trying to, it depends upon the message I'm trying to come across. So when I'm, I want people to see Krista as serious real estate Krista that is like still funny and nice, but, and knows her stuff, but, and and is professional. And also Krista, that's like human down to earth. One of the things I hear all the time is like, oh my God, you're so real. Like, I love how real you are. I'll, I'll get ready in the morning and put my makeup on and I'll do a Facebook live while I'm putting my makeup on (laughs) all the time. Like no makeup, with, and I look very different without my makeup on, by the way. I'm, you know, it's like, Oh my God, same person doesn't even look like the same person. And I'll do that. And people are like, I cannot believe you're doing that. Like, I love it.
0: (laughs) Well, people people love authenticity at the end of the day. You're exactly right. That's what happens. Like every single one of uh, you hear the same story every time, no matter who's doing the videos or what they're creating, you don't have to be that good at videos, but you get the exact same feedback and the same stories all the time. Like, and you'll be surprised you guys, that people actually watch your videos. Um, They do. And it, sometimes it doesn't matter if you have a lot of views. What do you answer to sometimes when people create content and they're like, well, I only got like five views, man. So I'm just gonna give up.
1: Okay, so you don't want to hear my answer because it's not what you want me to say.
0: i <laughs> okay? I'll hear it. Let's go.
1: So here's <laughs> what I'm going to say. I tell people this. If you want to change your business on a massive level, getting organic reach is about less than 0.00001%. Like the only people that are seeing on your social media channels, it does not matter what channel you're on, the only people that are interacting with you are your friends and your family and your mom, okay? And maybe your dog, which is great, but you want everyone else to see you. So in order for you to make a bigger impact much faster, and I mean like six months instead of 10 years, literally, um, you have to put an ad spend behind it. You do, because like I make, I, like I could show you a video right now that is freaking badass. Is this Is this gonna be, um, is this, are they, do you show just audio or is it video? We're gonna too? have
0: just audio on this one. Oh
1: God, I wanna show you. It's like the most awesome video, but it doesn't matter. If I didn't put an ad spend behind it, which I did, I put a $500 ad spend behind it, right? And I'll probably get like a thousand hours of watch time on that. For 500 bucks to get a thousand hours of watch time, I will do that any day of the week, right? What uh um,
0: platforms are you liking right now? Uh, so my I favorite platform is
1: Facebook. We also do Instagram. Um, we're going to be diving into YouTube, but I mean, I've done, you know, millions of dollars in real estate sales and sold over 2,200 homes without ever using anything except for Facebook and a little bit of Instagram. Uh, but again, with an ad spend behind it. And when people ask like, oh, how much money are you spending? Um, well, I mean, last year we did, so I sold only 90 homes last year, which for me is like nothing, but I coach 95% of the time now, like 98% of the time. So we sold 90 homes, 88 of them were listings. um, And we averaged around on seller content, like videos created specifically to attract sellers around $1,000 a month. And just from one of those strategies really resulted in 48 closed seller transactions that resulted in $760,000 worth of commission. From $1,000 a month, one strategy, right? Uh, Again, yeah, we closed more, but that was just from one strategy. So, um, and in addition to that, we, we had other videos that were going out, but we were specifically utilizing seller content to attract sellers and then target people, retarget, and then put them through, you know, our funnels and such yeah. uh, from that one strategy. So I would say I would put a thousand dollars a month in all day long to make 760. Wouldn't bother me.
0: <laughs> a lot of people though, um, um, I agree with you. And they always ask you like upfront, what's the ROI? What's the ROI? What's the ROI? Um, I'm going to try to answer this question for him um, because it's Thank very you. difficult to put a direct ROI on video ad spend.
1: Thank you, it's, Mike. You're not, not
0: going to get, you're, well, you're not going to get like a, you're not going to be able to, to track it. It's untrackable. You know, you can't, it just doesn't work guys. I wish I had a better answer for you. you know what here's saying, what, what. You're here's here's the only
1: here's, one that knows that. First of all, I love you that you say that because I hear all these BS people like, well, what's your ROAS? It's like, you can't do that. Once You cannot say, oh my gosh, everything came from this. It's like, it's all about get more referrals. You get more exposure. You get more, you know.
0: You can't can't put a a dollar amount on brand. I mean, that's what we're talking about is building a brand versus being a salesperson uh, chasing your next check. Um, You're not going to be able to track when someone saw that one video and then when they got hooked on watching you or when you really had their attention. Uh, There was an old saying that Dan Kennedy once said, if you guys aren't familiar, he's a real famous direct marketer that passed, direct mail guy, like he was really, really, really good. Really good. He said, "You you gotta tell someone seven, what do you say? You gotta tell someone seven times what the hell you do before they even have a chance of remembering it. So the whole thing is like what Chris is saying is you have to be everywhere all the time. And it doesn't matter what videos the database are seeing, but I like that as she's building a wider audience of attention, and she's retargeting that audience, um, and then well, squeezing that too. ten to fifteen percent of people who are buying out of it. You know, think about—I um,
1: just took a look. My daughter bought me a dress, and she's so cute. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. I actually bought this J, and it didn't come in. How sexy is that? So I love my this this
0: is a great example of Krista just being whom she oh, is. I'm because
1: speaking at Funnel Hacking Live, and I'm looking. Yeah,
0: like, and she's she's like she got a dress. She's like oh, because that's just oh part god, of the personality.
1: That's my daughter. <laughs> my
0: Mother's
1: Day present early. Ooh. You are so awesome. Um, I see there's no. Oh, yeah. Okay. So so this is my with, daughter.
0: Uh, with um what what else would you say? Okay. Um
1: say yeah, thanks
0: yeah. for the gift, daughter. Um,
1: I can't wait to put that on.
0: What who you target on uh, ads if you're running Facebook? Like so for someone who's listening right now, because the next question would be like, well, who's she targeting with this ad spend? And, with the special ads category, what should I target? Should you target my farm because I can't target anyone anymore? Should I? What, who should have put yeah, our ads in a front few of?
1: Two mile radius, but there's a couple of things you know this. So if you upload a, your email list or your or, or a certain neighborhood into Facebook, Facebook's algorithm is even though it's a special ad audience, it's going to look more more to target those types of people and then people that are like them if, when you create look like audiences. Yep. So there's ways around. It, it's just a matter of being resourceful right and trying new things and thinking about what are people's interests if i'm doing a senior community i'm gonna i'm gonna do interests that are more senior if i'm going after like a move up or first-time buyer you know move up might be moms and that kind of thing first-time buyer might be like like getting married you know think about what are interests and you can target some interests. um but here's the deal if it's all about he who has more leverage wins. You don't have to be the best, you don't have to be the smartest, you don't have to be the prettiest. If you've got more leverage, it gives you more opportunity, you will close more. When you're being seen in front of 150,000 people, uh, every time you record a video, you have more leverage. And even if you're a brand new agent or you're somebody who's doing it just okay, or somebody who's you know doing really, really well and wants to put up uh, you know on steroids with ret- jo- ret- uh, rocket fuel, if you create video content on a consistent basis, did we go dad dead?
0: No, you're good. I'm listening. Okay.
1: If we create content on a consistent basis, you will, it'll work, right? It's just, we, we got to get out of doing the same old things. And I know you probably yeah. hear this all the time because this is what you do, but
0: it's well, the, the only time that you're right. Cause the only time it doesn't work is if people don't like you. Um, that's the only time I've ever seen it, um, actually occur. Like if people literally don't like you is the only time it doesn't work because 78% of people close with the first person they meet with but a lot of that comes in the form of referral uh, repeat business or people. They already feel like they know, which is what she's really speaking at here, guys. Um, You can't like, like Krista, if I wanted to take Krista on a date and I was like, Krista, I'm going to get your attention. I'd have to make her laugh first. I'd have to do something. I couldn't just be like, Hey, we're going on a date. Like it's, it's the same concept. Like if you want to build your, you need to create value for other people, whether it's entertainment, whether it's informal, whether it's educational, for all the dudes in the crowd, I'll explain it a different way. Um, it w-
1: I, oh my God. I, I love this analogy. I use it all the time. Okay. So here's, well, here's another
0: way. Let's let's do a sports analogy. Here's why we create content. This is how I used to create content in, in 2012 in 2011 and 2011 or 13, whenever I was still in Chicago, I would write a blog post and I would do, and a video, I'd put a video on top of it. So if I would, this is when you had all kinds of targeting in Facebook. And this is why you set up the play action in, Football, it's the same concept. So you create a good piece of content, say it's on closing costs, and it was something like the top three closing costs that nobody knows about in Chicago, and it's really about the $7.50 transfer stamp that's a pain in the ass and no one knows about, but whoever clicked or engaged on that content, I would then retarget them with my ad. Uh, Get your net sheet now, right? So uh, that would be a funnel or a way to start the relationship. I casted a wide net, got people to raise their hand, then I retargeted them, just like the play action in football. Why does the quarterback hand it off, hand it off, hand it off before they pass? It's because you have to set up the play. You can't just go straight for the date, straight for the marriage, or straight for the proposal. It doesn't work that way. So you but have to create like, content like, to create conversation a lot of times. Uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Say that again.
1: Most people are like, man, I just want to hop in the sack, like right now. But unfortunately, that's <laughs> yes, when need a little bit more flirting and dating and holding hands, just like your community does.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's, it comes down to basic marketing and building your brand with your businesses is no differently than how you, you know, build. I mean, it's, it's common human interaction in sense. You just apply it to marketing. Like if you're not talking to your friends, Chris, if you stop calling all of your friends, what do you, are they going to eventually stop talking to you?
1: Yes. And they'll forget about me too.
0: Yeah. So you can't get referrals from them anymore. Can you?
1: so here, so this isn't what you just said is so is so awesome. So I told you about that one strategy, right? Resulting in forty-eight seller transactions. What do most people do? They create a lead magnet or a funnel, and they say, "Click here and go to my open house. Go to my get a CMA. Get go to a seller seminar. Right? Whatever it might be. But the likelihood that somebody's going to click is very, very, very small. Sharon Cervantes did a study, and he's he's one of my mentors, one I love, and he says the average can, can, it takes about forty-seven hours of consumption of somebody before you actually develop trust and will want to click okay
0: 47 hours
1: 47 hours all right so what we do with seller content is we create seller content it might be like one of the videos i just described earlier about you know a, a problem that people are having then i can see who's watching that video so then i send them more videos around the same subject of selling and i'll do a total of three videos right informing now i know that somebody that's watched three videos is a super hot seller. Notice I didn't say leads. If I ask agents, what do you want in your business? They always say leads, leads, leads. I say BS. You want conversions. You want closing. So let's put our focus on people that are more likely to convert. After they've consumed three videos on selling, then I send them to my funnel. What's my home worth? Let's just call it. Okay. Then they click on that because they've seen three videos. They're much more likely to say yes. Then I take them to a two-step. phase on that funnel where they now give me more information than just their address and their phone number. They're saying how many bedrooms they have, how motivated are they, what are their upgrades? That's called a two-step. Those people are super hot, highly motivated sellers. Then from that point, I'm gonna retarget them again, testimonials from past clients and also retarget them marketing materials, showing them how I market my homes to position myself as the authority. And from that point, when they ask for that CMA, I hand deliver a CMA, I drop off a marketing plan, I drop off my book, I then they're in my funnel at this point and in my CRM, they get a digital copy of my book, a digital copy of my marketing plan. I mean, this is what we do in our company Homes by Krista. They get a 17 minute pre-listing presentation just for requesting a CMA. That strategy alone resulted in 48 closed seller transactions during COVID and I did not meet one of them. I did not meet one of them. My videos did the work for me. My brother came in and acted as as me. But yet when they give the testimonials, they mention Krista because I have indoctrinated myself into the selling process and also the transactional process. That is how you leverage your time.
0: That is beautiful. Um, Well put, well put. Um, Yeah, and there's just something about video that gives like people, um, it gives you some, it gives you like an unfair advantage because people just think you're a celebrity. Uh, when they see it, and most times I don't know why that is. There's actually a study done on this, but most times it's because they don't have the balls to do it themselves. To be honest with you, and people respect what others are willing to do that they won't, and that's getting on videos, one of them. Um, and it just puts you in that upper position. It also makes people think you're an expert, um, even if you're not. Um, you know, I could be a—I'm not a dating coach, but if I start giving you dating advice for seven shows in a row, you guys would think I'm a dating expert, right?
1: Yeah, it's like so I'm gonna go it a mic to learn. <laughs> yeah. they would say,
0: Oh, Mike knows what he's talking about. No, I don't. I'm just not scared to talk about it. But that positioning is very powerful when it comes to brand and, and all of that other um, fun stuff. So what, um, here's what I, here's what let's get, let's do some closing thoughts and we'll wrap it up. Here's what I think is, is coming. I think that your brand is the only differentiator you have left, period. And if you don't have one, you're going to be working for someone the rest of your life.
1: You're gonna be working at Kmart. I mean, look at Zillow's coming in, trying to disrupt everything. There's the, the, the and people are gonna to go to that, but not everybody wants to go to the Zillow. So the, the top agents that people trust when they want someone that's like above board and is, has their unique value proposition, they're different, they're innovative, they're seen. Like you wanna be known, well, you've gotta be seen, you've gotta be heard in order to be known, right? Yep. So quit being such chickens. I mean, look at me, Mike, look at, this is a good example. When you go somewhere across the country, people think they know you, correct? Mm-hmm. And you're just Mike. <laughs> like you're no one special. Mm-hmm. I'm just Krista. I'm no one special. I'm not a celebrity. But when I go to a real estate thing, people are like hugging me and want to take pictures. I'm just Krista. It's only because they're seeing my content and I'm pushing, pushing. So I in front of them top of mind for my coaching, right? Yeah. And it's it's almost uncomfortable. It's the weirdest thing. The same thing happens locally, and it can happen to anybody because. People are developing what they call a parasocial relationship, a one-sided relationship with that person that they see on, on the screen. It's just like we do with our movie characters. We fight, we scream, we love, we cry. It's the exact same thing. So when you walk into that listing appointment or that buyer appointment, if you're competing with three other people, I guarantee you, they've already made the decision to choose you because they would not have called you in the first place. If you are properly distributing your content and getting it out there.
0: Yep. You, you really do. They'll feel like they know you. Um, i don't know what is about you but i just i didn't know i don't know what it is about you they won't put it they won't they won't figure it out either that's the funny part they're like i just don't know what it is about you. I just feel like i know you man Is there something uh, like
1: <laughs> you do you live in tucson or do you live in yeah. this see. I, I, I see it at the store i'm like no i live in california it's from video like it's just so cool
0: yeah that's it's, it's exactly what happens um, all right. Well, um, awesome. 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 Why don't you go ahead and um, give our um, listeners some closing thoughts.
1: Right now. I want to go try that dress on. I'm like dying. All
0: right. So she's <laughs> got to go try a dress on, but what do you, uh why don't you go tell our uh, listeners where they can find you and learn more about uh, your coaching and all that.
1: Yeah. So I have an event it's uh, it's two days, it's 20 hours of coaching with me directly. Um, I teach, you know, how to build online funnels during that course and um, we, we talk all about video and how to properly distribute it. And if you just go to Krista Mayshore, K-R-I-S-T-A-M-A-S-H-O-R-E.com forward slash the number two days live, Krista forward slash two days live. It's a $97 offer. It's there's a $10,000 value there. My students pay me, you know, thousands of dollars to get 20 hours of coaching with me and uh, you'll just be blown away.
0: Love it. Always a pleasure seeing you. Always a pleasure having you on here. Now that uh, everything is getting back to normal, I think I'll see you at a mastermind soon and uh, we can hang up and uh, grab some wine and some drinks. It'll be a lot of fun.
1: It's what time is it? It's it's four, it's 3.42. I've got about an hour and 15 before I can crack it open, but I'm (laughs) (laughs) getting
0: Well put. Thank you folks uh, for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, you know where to find me. Uh, visit our website. If you need any help with your video strategies, scripting, editing, distribution, that's what we do. Uh, we would love to speak with you. Um, connect with us on Facebook, IG and uh, YouTube. If you like the content you saw here and you'll see it more in video format. So thanks so much. And we'll see you guys on next week's episode. Peace.